0: Welcome back to another episode of Fight Hard, Love Much. Today, we have Kara Ellingson on the podcast with us. Kara, so excited to have you. Um, Kara lost her 16, 15, yeah, 16, 16 year old, just a few months after we lost Sam. And so, Kara, I thought we'd start out by, can you just tell us about Jake and his yes.
1: personality? He looks so fun. He's, he's definitely a fun kid and i think that a lot of his friends and family would agree with that and that would be probably the number one word to describe him um he he was a kid that had all sorts of friends all all ages all types all um ethnicities like we were just amazed never knew who was going to show up at our house it was it was just always fun um he wasn't afraid to try things. He loved to skate. He was really good at skating because he wasn't afraid to just jump over stuff and just go for it. And so he kind of became known as Jake the Skater. And he was patient and kind to teach a lot of his friends and other people how to skate. So we had, we still have a bowl in our backyard and kids always were at the bowl skating. And that's how they kind of um, would get to to know each other and know jake on a different level just by being there and and skating hanging out Um, but he kind of struggled with anxiety he did have scoliosis so his back often hurt him and that that really kind of got may have been a little bit worse because of skating because it seemed to be overnight that all of a sudden his back just really started to curve
0: Mm. and he
1: complained about it so i think he probably had a few falls that made it a little worse but So, so he did struggle with, he didn't, you know, love to do his homework and all that good stuff that's hard for a parent, but he was, was a good kid, very likable. And, um, he always just loved having him around. Um, I think he made people feel important. I mean, he was even friends with like special needs kids at school that have still reached out to us. And and so I've learned even more about my son as he's passed and the different people that loved him. Isn't that amazing? It is. The, yes. the things that we learned about them
0: after exactly. they're gone. Mm-hmm. I always say I wish I would have known. I wish I would have given Sam a little bit more credit mm-hmm. for the, the person he was. That's right. And not yeah. just always look at the difficult things.
1: Yeah. And and also, you you can think, like, I wish they could have known. Yeah. Now, you know, now that they're, you know in heaven you hope that they they can see it but if they would have known who they really were
0: who they really were and who they really had touched like yes. Yes. like i i don't know if sam knew how many
1: people he touched just on a regular basis yeah well just just through listening to your podcast i've been touched by sam i never met him and i do remember um i remember the day that jake had heard about the news with sam and and he i didn't even know he knew him but um I do remember him saying, "Mom, you know he was very um, sad about it." You know, mm-hmm. my friend. You know, he told me the name. I thought, "Oh, that that last name kind of sounds familiar." I didn't think too much of it, you know. And then once your podcast came out, I'm like, "This is the kid." I totally remember that moment where Jake felt so sad that he had a friend that was gone. Yeah, it's.
0: Uh, I I just wish there's so many. Well, there's so many things I wish, and I'm sure you do too. But that I that I had known. Sam's heart a little bit more. I knew he, I knew he was really good with the special ed because he yeah. worked with special ed, yeah. but I wish I, that he, how many times in different classes he would sit by people or say hi to people. And I didn't know any of that until they yeah. came up afterwards or would send me a text or a message that says, I was in Sam's eighth grade English class and he made such a difference in my life
1: or something, yeah, you know, what like, a gift. yeah, people yeah. were drawn to him. Yeah, I I can feel that with Sam because Jake was the same way. You know, there's so many similarities. They just though. had that yeah blonde <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. kind of crazy hair yeah. and big old smile. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I thought I don't know how much you want to talk about what happened and kind of the
1: road that you guys took. Yeah, maybe things you've learned from it. Yeah. Um, okay. So 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 well, w- basically, what happened is it was accidental overdose with um, fentanyl. And um, before this, I, I mean, I'd heard of fentanyl, you know? Yeah. And I think I knew what it was, but not really. Like, it was not talked about. I really didn't didn't even worry about it. Um, I can remember being worried about, I mean, vaping's a huge thing now, and and it was a couple of years ago. And, and um, even, you know, when Jake would try it and You know, we were able to talk about it, like when we'd kind of catch him with it and he always he's like, Yeah, I don't I don't really wanna do that but you know, it does make me feel a little bit more relaxed. That's why I like it. Like, okay. And, you know, as parents we hated it. Yeah, we we didn't like catching with that. You know, of course now it's legal and so many more people do it, but (laughs) but who would have known that, that stuff like that could have led to, Okay, well okay, maybe I don't want to do that anymore. Let me just try a pill. And I don't know exactly where he got the pill, but, um, he, he did think it was like a painkiller cause that's what it's supposed to be. And it was laced with fentanyl. So it, you know, where it came from was not a good source. Wasn't afraid, took the pill and it stopped his heart and that, you know, never woke up. It's a real problem right now. And so I'm learning so much more about the issues with fentanyl and it's out there and Parents need to be aware because it is a huge problem. And good kids that we do not think would ever try it, they're struggling as well. And they think some someone that they trust or just they're not worried about it. You can get it on Snapchat. You can get it anywhere. They'll deliver it in your bush. You can pay for it. Oh, however, these kids, Venmo, whatever, they can pay for it really easily. And you can walk outside and grab it and take it and never wake up. So mm. they're, 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 they are now starting to get the word out a little more, but we do need to be aware. So this is just my ignorance of, you know, I've learned a lot of
0: stuff about suicide and stuff, and I'm sure you've learned a lot of stuff about the fentanyl, which to me would be, oh, other people do that. Right. Right. I mean, you hear about it on the news. There's such a, an issue with it yeah. and, my and people are, di- exactly. Mm-hmm. My kid would never do that. We're not in that, th- we're not in that neighborhood. Right, Wait, what do you say to parents like me, who it that is like? Oh, that's that's somewhere else.
1: Well, well, I'm that parent too,
0: <laughs> and I'm that suicide
1: and parent. That's right. That's right. We. So, we, what do you say to yeah parents like me? I, you know what I say? Let's talk about. It. Let's be raw and real, and open our eyes, and stop for a second, and say this could be my kid, or my grandkid, or my friend, um, anyone. I mean, it could be yourself. You could trust someone that says, try this pill. You don't know where they got it. Um, but, you know, and, and that goes for a lot of other things. Like with suicide, it could be the same thing. We don't know what people are going through. And, and you know, I've heard of like a few people recently that, that have, um, passive suicide that also that they did something else, but they also took a pill because maybe they didn't want to feel the pain and it was laced with fentanyl and that was in their system. So you just open your eyes and learn about it, whether you think it's going to be you or not, because there is power and knowledge and understanding and talk to someone who knows, like, you know, you have people probably come to talk to you all the time that want, and you're so open. You say, ask me anything, which I can totally appreciate about you because that's how we learn. That's Talk to someone that understands. Um, so what would you say? So you say
0: be open and, and communicate. How would you? So I have a 16-year-old teenager okay. who might be struggling here and there.
1: You said Jake had taken, had he taken he, pain? So, so His someone, back hurts. No. So he did, a month before he passed, um, he broke his collarbone. Okay. And he was, of course, not even skating. He was doing riding a <laughs> little motorcycle thing and fell. And so he was, it was very, very painful. And we were in the hospital and the doctor gave him a pain pill Okay. before we left. And it kicked in and he was just like, this is amazing. I feel so, He he loved how he felt. I'm the opposite. I do not like that stuff. So I didn't really relate, but. I could tell. I, I can remember that moment thinking, oh, this isn't good that he likes this so much. Sense. But a lot of people do, and a lot of people are. I mean, people are addicted to different things and pain pills and stuff. And so he, the doctor sent us home with three, and me, and I mm-hmm. kept them. Um, and he he didn't really ask for them until it got really – it was usually at night. And I cut him in half because I'm just like, I don't even want him to really – fill the full dose and it was enough i'd give him a half and he'd get through the night so those first three nights where he was a lot of pain so it did trigger i I really believe it triggered like i do like that so when he had the opportunity um i I believe that he got it at the party he was at the night before to get this pill Uh, it was like i'm gonna feel i remember how good that felt and they're telling me it's a pain pill so I'm going to take it and I'm going to sleep through the night and it's fine because he was fine. I mean, we were going to be going the next day to my grandpa's 90th birthday party up North. And he had Texas cousin saying, you're there, right? Cause we're kind of up in the morning. He's like, we're here. He's like, okay, I just want to make sure I'm not the only cousin that shows up. So he had plans for the next day. Okay. And he, you know, we had a great conversation and all that. So,
0: so how would you um, just even, even if, your kid didn't struggle with something like that. How would you suggest parents open up to their kids in general, just in a conversation to say, look, this is out there. Yeah. How You know, what, what what kind of, yeah.
1: yeah. What do you know about it? What's the communication? And I honestly don't know exactly how much, I mean, a lot. So after Jake passed, It was so strong to me that he was just standing there with open arms saying learn from me learn from me so powerful that's that's how i felt absolutely and so what what does that mean and i thought okay what does that mean like i'm here i have a body and i'm your mom and i can do whatever i can to teach and and the first thing that came to mind is like people need to understand don't take that pill, understand fentanyl and his friends. And so I have expressed that to a lot of his friends and, and they weren't really that aware of fentanyl either um, in his age group. So they don't really know. So I do think as parents, like if we can kind of learn about it, that we've got to start these conversations. Um, I still have a lot to learn myself, but ask your kid, whatever age they are, because it is even in elementary. Um, Have you heard of fentanyl? And, you know, teach them about it. And they're going to maybe roll their eyes, but I know whatever, whatever, whatever. But it, at least it kind of start plants that seed where they can start to learn about it. And and that goes, it's not just fentanyl it's with suicide and stuff like that. Okay, let's, let's talk about this let's because about we're it. not experts. If you're uncomfortable talking about it, go to someone that can, someone else that can talk yeah. about it with.
0: You. Yeah. Um, I know many people well, over the years, you know, we're like, oh, no, don't talk about suicide because that will make people want to... Right.
1: Get the idea. Go get that yeah. idea.
0: And that's far from the truth. Right. It's it's opening it up to say, especially for parents, it's like, we have to be responsible in some way to talk to our kids about it or that they feel open enough to come back and talk about it. Yes. I think that that's the other thing is to come in and say, I have these thoughts Yeah. They scare me, and that and Sam did do that mm-hmm. the year before he, when he first started, he was scared, mm-hmm. and he'd just he stay recognized. up at night, and we would stay up on the couch, and he's, he's like, I don't, you know, he he would talk about it, yeah. and I, that's got to be the open conversation and communication between parents and kids, and yeah. I tell kids all the time, talk to your parents, but then let them, don't expect them to, <laughs> to be perfect in exactly. the response because it's scary as a parent and so right you gotta let them process think about (laughs) it process it and and then you know it might even be the next day and they come back right i would think that that's a lot with the same talk on yeah yeah and these
1: these kids try and hide a lot of these feelings and don't they don't always want to talk about it so i think that we just we need to pay attention a little bit more attention to our kids Mm -hmm. to our friends to our family members um and and if we notice some of these things, maybe just ask them about it. Yeah. Do, you know, and and it's I get it because I I'm a parent. Like I, I'm like no, I don't want to talk about suicide because I don't want to give them any ideas. You know, but that is so you're just like you said, so far from the truth. And you know, and we did talk about it that last
0: year, but yeah, before then it was always like, oh no, that happens. That happens at the rich schools. Exactly. <laughs> that doesn't happen in our neighborhood, and that doesn't you know. We're not
1: that family, no. And but we see that it's happening to a lot to a lot good kids, and you just think how
0: yeah, exactly. So Kara, I've done an episode on grief and stuff of my own grief. What have you learned? I have learned and grown since Jake has
1: been gone. Because yes, I have learned that our most difficult trials can be our greatest blessing. And while I still have heartache and knots in my stomach every single day you know, I wake up with that, that feeling of like, ugh, but there can still be joy. And so finding the joy um, comes in like doing the work and like listening to podcasts like this in connection, connecting with other people and letting right after Jake passed. Um, I just remember sitting in my bathroom like, how is this even real? And like, you're getting bombarded with people wanting to help and you're doorbells ringing and all that. And I just thought, I just want to sit here and be like super sad. And the words were so strong, like let them carry you. And that is not what I like to do. I don't like to let people, um, do things for me in general, but, um, a friend that had lost her daughter at a young age, her advice was do just what that voice said, let them carry you and lift you. So I learned that through others, I can find some relief too and and i really feel like god and christ sends those people to us to help us but listening to the podcast reading the book for me learn i I read the book called the message for anyone that hasn't read it read it it doesn't matter what your religion or whatever is just read it do you know who it's by lance richardson okay he spent he was in a coma and spent most of those two weeks in the spirit world so learning about his experience and then he came back and so, as I read that book about a month after Jake passed, all of these experiences and feelings that I had that I feel like Jake was just wanting me to know, were confirmed. So it was like a second witness, and um, and I, it, it opened up the door. Read a whole bunch more books, and you know, counseling and life coaching and all this stuff. Like it's not something that we're meant to do on our own. And they're, it's never ending, you know. It's and so even being here right now with you and the light that you carry, like this, is healing for me as well. And for me too, I've been, I've,
0: I've been excited to finally meet you. Yes. We've talked over Instagram and other things, but to finally be face to face and visit and kind of, yeah, we both have our own grief. Yeah. But there's something about being able to connect.
1: Yeah. Being reminded that you're not alone, yeah, it is. It's helpful for sure.
0: Okay, yeah. hey, so you talked about people coming in at the after Jake passed, mm-hmm. and the Spirit just saying, "Let them carry you." What were some other things? Because I get people asking me all the time. They'll text, they'll text me or call me and say, "My my brother-in-law just passed away. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what to do. I don't want to be, I don't, I don't want to intrude, but I, you know." <laughs> What do I do? What have, I'm curious on what, what was the best for you? So or what I, did you I, notice after that? Because I acted totally different than
1: I ever thought I would. Absolutely. And that's the thing is like I get people that say, how are you even like getting up in the morning? How are you standing here? And I'm like, I would have felt the same way you did before this happened. Mm-hmm. I, my, my whole life as a mom, I'd hold my babies thinking, you know, you, you're praying or talking to God, just saying, whatever you do, don't take this child from yes. me. Yes. I can handle anything in life. Don't take my baby. Right. And um, I can remember, you know, I am a hairdresser. And I remember a client sitting in my uh, chair and finding out she had just lost her son to leukemia. He's about eight years old. Mm. And in that exact moment, I'll never forget. I knew that I was going to, at some point in my life, relate with her. And I tried to push those feelings away. Oh. But I thought, she's here for a reason. And it was... Tw- over 20 years and I, could, I did her hair for that long and she she got pancreatic cancer and I had the opportunity she came home from the hospital to go to hospice and the one thing she wanted she wanted to look good in her casket she was able to come they gave her enough medicine to get her hair done really fast and then she went home to get into hospice and she walked out of my house with her hair done and again I had another feeling like there's a reason she's been in my life. And then a month later, Jake passed Oh my goodness! and she is buried just several feet from Jake. And it, there's just some cool things, but gosh, what was even your question? <laughs>
0: <laughs> How a- after Jake passed? Okay. Yes.
1: So I get, I get that a lot too. I get people texting me and asking me, what can I do? And my advice is always just show up. Mm-hmm. You know, if they, live close enough where you can show up show up if if you need to just send something they just need to know that you're aware exactly and and you know people say ask them you know what what can I do for you like I never responded to anyone here's what you can do for me just do it yeah and just know that like they anything's appreciated because they need to know that they have someone there that cares I I
0: totally agree that's that's what I tell them every time is it it doesn't matter take flowers don't take flowers take cookies don't take cookies yeah
1: oh it it that's, take a candy bar i, I, I don't take care. something Just that's what i say take something if you don't want to take take cookies food whatever i mean we yeah, our,
0: i'm sure your counter was the same as ours it yeah. was covered in breads and yes. rolls and cookies to where my my twins after like a week made an instagram post <laughs> and they were like we appreciate all the goodies but could you please send some good food yeah not <laughs> like, the good stuff we're already too chubby yeah <laughs> but it was i mean but i will say that i was over
1: overwhelmed at people's response yeah and i'm sure you agree that is part of what lifted you because oh yeah i had the thoughts how do people do it without this oh, i don't know i i don't know and without the gospel that's right i no. I, I i don't know how yeah, they do it yeah but but we need we need to understand you know where they are and what's but going i would, on. yeah
0: I would get I would get a chunk cookies or crumble cookies sent from yeah, the people I knew, but who I hadn't spoken to except maybe like twice, yeah, and that's I'm amazing,
1: like, yeah, wow,
0: i'm so so bad. <laughs> yeah.
1: I, I, well, it's angels on both sides of the veil. Like they're all around us, aren't they? They are.
0: <laughs> they are. So anyways, I'm glad that you agree with that. And that response of what to do is just show up. Right. And just be there.
1: Yes. And, and I do, I think, what would I have done before this? I would have probably just said, you know what? I'm going to give them their space and do nothing. Exactly. So one that of the things I am grateful that I've learned through this is that, is that you can show up and help in, in whatever way you can show up, just, find a way and I've I found that it it helped
0: both I, I oh, right one of Sam's yes. best friends mom showed up at the door it was like nine thirty at night and and she just stood there she had just got off work and she's just crying she says I know I shouldn't be here yeah. but I just had to and I don't even know what to say or and I you know I gave her a hug and she's like I'm supposed to be consoling you I'm like no nope, we're
1: here together right she so, followed that nudge yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but it, it went both ways so that's that and and you can tell that it's hard for those people just like she said i'm not supposed to be here but you're exactly where you're supposed to be right you are supposed to be here yeah and, and it's scary sometimes to to just show up because yeah. you don't know what people what you're going to get you're not.
0: Uh, Is there anything, there anything else that you want to share? I mean, it's been quite the journey for you, but what's some other things that you've learned over Um, the last couple years?
1: I have learned, well, one of the things that I'm not sure I would have ever have done if this hadn't happened is, so my dad passed away exactly a year before Jake, same day, and And that really kind of opened the door to like, wow, okay, I I want to have this connection with heaven, you know? And so I started to maybe learn a little bit then, but then having a son join my dad, I thought, I need to know, I need to know about the afterlife. And that is where I found a lot of um, healing is understanding. And so I, I became to where I was reading I love the after death experiences and stuff like that, but reading a lot of that stuff and from all angles, you know, you can Mm -hmm. get, I have some books that are, you know, even like stuff that prophets have said and stuff like that. And then stuff that's like not information. that's not from our church, just kind of get it all. And for me, there's been a lot of healing in that because it has connected me more with Jake and my loved ones and helped me feel closer to them, understand where they are and that they're okay and they're good and that they're continuing on with, their mission in life. And there's been learning on the other side for them. And as we continue to be open, and when there's things that we can do to fulfill Jake's mission, like, I don't want to ever miss that opportunity. And that's why I'm here today. Like any, you know, when people have asked me, can you do a podcast? Or, you know, can you talk and release society? It's like, Oh, I don't know what I'm gonna say, you know, but it's like, just show up. Because if there's something I can say for someone, like, it it helps me really I've learned it really helps me more than anyone else. But it's part of Jake's mission as well. I love that. I, I really like that I feel the same. Yeah. In oh, that in that it's
0: Sam's yeah. mission to get the word out in, and to help others in all, in yeah. whatever, especially yes. teenagers. Right. So. And, and
1: people do, like you said, they, they'll call you, they automatically think that you understand because you've been through something like this. And I get a lot of people even ask me for parenting advice. I'm like, oh, I've got really like learn what I'm doing here. People are going to ask me for advice because I'm not a coach or counselor or anything like that. I'm just a mom.
0: <laughs> so yes. you know,
1: I hope I can say the right thing. But well,
0: Kara, thank you. I really appreciate you coming on. It's been great to connect with you. I feel like our boys are up there, absolutely, just having not a great time, but working hard
1: oh, to help yes. those here, and that's great for them. Yes, yeah.
0: and keep them busy, and hopefully, I, I don't know. Did you learn if they can get into trouble up there? Because <laughs> Sam you know was Sam was really good at. at
1: Doing stuff. <laughs> I, I think that they can continue to do, my mom says all the time, like, Jake is still Jake. He still likes to scare me. That was one of his favorite things. Oh, and he geez. does little things. And she's like, that was Jake. And and I believe uh-huh. her that she's right. So they do, they still have their personality. And if they want to find trouble, they'll find it. <laughs> on whatever side of the veil. <laughs> it's oh, on. wherever
0: it is. <laughs> I know. I love, I love thinking that they still, well, and with my zam, that, he just still has that big old smile with everybody.
1: Absolutely. So, and yes. I'm sure
0: you feel that way with Jake.
1: Yes, and and I don't doubt that that they're even here with us now. But I believe it, <laughs> guiding us through this stuff. But and with their friends. So when I see Jake's friends, I see like Jake living through them, and yeah. and you know maybe that's not the right way to say it, but a piece of him will be with his friends and the way that they live their life. And I've seen some miracles. And and I always appreciate when they share it with me. I've I've had kids come to me and say, you know, one kid, I'm going on a mission because of Jake. I'm like, what? Uh, My Jake? You know, and he's like, well, here's why. He, you know, amazing, amazing story. So it's, it's, those are the experiences we live for, right? I totally agree.
0: Well, thank you again for coming on. I, I feel like I'm on this high of talking about Sam and Jake and these boys that I know, Heavenly Father is still watching over, taking care of. Yeah, so amazing. Thank you, Kara. Thank you for having me on. Oh, you bet. Being here. Yeah. Again, thank you for joining us. Until next time, remember to fight hard and love much.